0: Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. I'm here today with Anika Speedy, General Manager of Dignity, and I'm going to let you sort of explain what Dignity is, but I just wanted to welcome you to the show first of all and say how thankful I am for your time. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Yay. Um... So yeah, I guess we'll get straight into it. Do you want to give us a brief intro of yourself and sort of your role within Dignity and what Dignity is?
1: Okay. So I'm, I'm Aniki is the General Manager of Dignity. And so my role is the day-to-day running of Dignity. So my background is um, I actually started out in um, direct marketing and advertising communications, okay. primarily mm-hmm. financial services so um back in the day i was um direct marketing manager of westpac when it was westpac trust oh wow that was a long time ago and then um worked in advertising agencies as well so in my back when um, online banking was just being launched so yeah. i had a lot of work in that um, and then i was in sydney advertising agency there and wanting to come back to New Zealand and at that stage I just discovered hot yoga and there were no hot yoga studios in New Zealand mm. so I went to the teacher training and thought right I'll just go back and if it works open a studio in Wellington which I did so I ran that for 13 years so that was wow. sort of a yoga studio wellness studio um, also trained as a life coach so I did a lot of one-on-one with people and helping people to kind of achieve their optimal health and well-being yeah um, and then It was time for me to move on, so I sold the studio in 2018, and then um, a year later, the opportunity came up with a role at Dignity, and I thought Mm -hmm. it was just perfect, because it combined, for me, it's it's a wellness initiative, but it's also, it's got a great purpose, great values, and really making a difference, and and doing something really tangible, and I met the two co-founders, Jacinta and Miranda, and I just loved... What they've done, they were so, such a fantastic initiative, but also they were, they're so professional and they've just done it so well and, and mm. they're both just so lovely. <laughs> it was just a really nice bit and I thought yeah. yeah, it would be great to, to get involved and, and see what we can do. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. So, awesome. You've had such a wide breadth of yeah experience. But I think it's, <laughs> it's good because so cool. in this
1: role you need to be a generalist, you need to do sure. a little bit of everything. Yeah. So that's why it kind of works quite well and not be afraid to get your hands dirty and, you know, if you need to you go and pack boxes or you yeah. just sort of
0: do other things. So, yeah, yeah, so awesome. Good. And so what what's sort of the story around dignity and, um, you say when you met the co-founders, it was such a great fit. What was it about their purpose that um, you felt you aligned to dignity, and how was the story around it starting there?
1: So they um, were flatmates, and mm. they had just um, finished university, and there was an article on the news about girls missing school because of lack of access to period products. And initially, the, the idea was like, okay, right, let, let's do an app, because that's what everyone does, a <laughs> great app. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were... Um, they were part of the Victoria University um, boot bootcamp mm-hmm. over the summer break. And so they took the original idea. And when they were researching and talking to people, they found that the real issue for women was the unfairness. So, the unfairness of both the financial burden of periods. On average, they estimate it costs about $15,000 for a woman to the lifetime of a period. Wow. I know. And wow. as well as the emotional burden, because there's still yeah. so much stigma, there's so much shame around menstruation. For sure. So then the buy one, give one idea was born. So the idea that you would create the the buy one for corporates, so businesses could buy the period products for their employees. Yeah. And for every box that was bought, bought for the employees, a, a box gets donated to either, at that stage, school, and now we've um, included youth groups and community groups as well so it's a wellness initiative both for in the workplace as well as creating impact in the community for people without access so Mm -hmm. that was the real key was just to I guess the mission was to provide free period products to everybody without access
0: wow 15,000 it's crazy isn't it Oh, it is crazy. and just shows how much something like this is needed and needed on a large scale as well. That's
1: right. I think people just take it for granted. And that's why there's such an issue with lack of access in New Zealand. I mean, it's estimated up to 100,000 people are without access to period products. And we're seeing with COVID-19, they're happening more and more.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's a
1: real issue. It's a huge cost.
0: Definitely. And I suppose if you're someone who has never had trouble accessing that sort of thing. You think, oh, this is just a cost you need to bear, but for other people, you know, that's something that is a real struggle for them too. That's
1: right, yeah. I think people think that not being able to afford these, is a lifestyle choice, like you're spending money on other things, mm. but for these families, it's a real cost. Do I put food on the table, or do I buy mm. period products?
0: And they can be expensive as well. Like that's not, right. Not yeah. all of them are, you know, just very cheap to access, so mm. Mm, that's, um, that's really awesome that you guys are doing that. And so with dignity what's the history behind the name of dignity itself what does that mean
1: the idea really was that after talking to women i finding it really was the unfairness the shame the stigma yeah. all the anxiety that goes around with periods. so what Jacinta Miranda wanted to do was was give women dignity give women that that sense of of self of self-respect and this shouldn't be it's just normal it's natural we should be embracing and celebrating periods in menstruation rather than being something that causes shame so it was just to to create that sense of of self yeah absolutely
0: it's just it is such a shame that there is so much stigma around it because we're all all women are going to go through it, so...
1: That's right, and all men came from women, and yeah. they wouldn't, they wouldn't, no one would be here if we didn't <laughs> yeah. menstruate, so... Exactly,
0: yeah. and um, it needs to be, like, it just needs to be normalised a lot more. I feel, I, it's, I don't know where the stigma came from, but now that it's here, it's so hard to shake it off. And that's really a really good point, there was a fabulous, there's a
1: podcast, actually, a webinar that Jacinta Miranda did with Global Woman, and they yeah. had some great speakers, um... And Kara Atkinson, one of them, um, as a counselor and teacher. And we're talking about how, especially in Maori Pacifica communities, um, menstruation used to be celebrated. And then yeah. and suddenly there's this colonization and other issues come on board and suddenly there's a stigma attached to it. And it's, it's, it's a shame. It, is, it didn't used to be that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I guess what, what was... How would you describe period equity? Because I know that a lot of people talk about period poverty, but I feel like dignity pushes the idea of period equity more so. And so what does that mean?
1: It's more in the sense that for us, it's not, we don't want to create any more stigma or any more um, emotional burden on people, mm. especially with the communities we're supporting. So we don't want it to be, again, to feel more shame because these products are being provided. So either. But period equity is just gender equity. It's, it's creating that, that fairness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is something that we, for us, period products are just another consumable. Yeah. We buy tea, coffee. You know, we have urinals for men. That, that's urinals are a preference; then they're, they're not a the yeah. necessity. So it's just understanding that it, it is creating that fairness and creating yeah. that that, e- that equality for something that fifty percent of the population have a need for
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, through no fault of their own. It's it's not a choice whether or not you
0: have your period. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, making it more, I guess, more a positive rather than. Than a negative really.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've sort of touched on it a little bit, but do you have any I guess numbers around how many people are affected by this issue and why it has caused such a huge problem? And I guess like explaining to us sort of the scale of the issue in New Zealand specifically.
1: There's um there was a youth nineteen study done last year, that was about four universities, and that studied it was seven thousand seven hundred um adolescents. And they found that 12% of year 9 to 13 students who had their periods reported not being able to access period products due to cost. Mm. And that gets higher for Māori Pacifica, that goes out to about 19 20%. Wow. So that's potentially 20% of students not being able to go to school at any given time mm. because they have don't have access to period products. So they're makeshifting using towels, toilet paper, rags, whatever, or just simply having to go without and, and staying home. Yeah. We, we do regular impact surveys, so we send surveys out to all the schools and the groups we support and donate products to, and in our last survey, um, 15% of schools provided products to 30 plus girls in their school mm. so that that's huge and yeah. that that's just the young students so you imagine you miss if every month you're missing a few days of school that that's a compounding effect not only oh, on sure. your self-esteem and sense of of worth but also your education yeah was huge and then we look at um we, we've seen a lot of information reported recently that covid19 has disproportionately affected women because women do make up the majority about 63 percent of service industries or traditionally lower paid work right. Um, the latest um, Statistics New Zealand stat said 31,000 people have lost their jobs since March. Mm. 71% of those are women. And we know that women on average earn 10% less than men. So more women are losing their jobs, they've got less income to start with, therefore mm. less savings, less disposable income. So there's a huge flow-on effect. So mm. we're seeing huge demand from all our community groups and so many more groups reaching out to us mm. um, needing to provide products.
0: Yeah, and then you think about it's... The practical side of it, where the products are needing to be provided, but especially for those girls in schools, it's that's one side of dealing with it, and then you've got to deal with sort of the emotional things that come with having your period and like that that kind of thing as well. So it would be so difficult for someone who probably half like, a lot of the time wouldn't even know fully what's going on because there's also a lack of um, sexual health education in schools and all that that's kind of right, thing. That's right, well.
1: that's right. It's like a double whammy. And then yeah. a, and a lot of people talk about well let's just get everyone there's people using reusable products like the menstrual yeah. cups. But I mean, our mandate's always been about choice and we yeah. believe that you should have the freedom to choose the product that's right for you, your, your religion, your culture, your body type, and, and also the life stage you're at. I mean, yeah. often it's like you start with something like a disposable pad. We provide the organic initiative products because we believe that yeah. it's well, really important to be sustainable as well. Yeah. And also because they, they do break down and, and land follow over five years. So they are actually a much more sustainable choice. Yeah. Um, however, the, the key is choice there, allowing people that choice. And the more education, as you said, the more people will get comfortable using products like the menstrual cups or the reusable pads even or or the underwear
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and what would you say dignity's main purpose is
1: well our purpose is to ultimately um champion and advocate for period products to be provided free for yeah. all New Zealanders, for all people without access.
0: Yeah,
1: and yeah. I think we've just seen in Scotland that they've, they've done the same. What they've done in Scotland yeah. is they've actually legislated. There's actually a bill being passed to, to mandate it into legislation that period products need to be provided, so people need to be able to have access to period products. So mm-hmm. we'd love to see that happening here.
0: Yeah, um, so essentially would that mean that, so going forward, um, it would mean that anyone could have access to period products and that's right.
1: So period products are in places where, with it's community groups, you go to a public toilet or right. you go to wherever you're going. They just provide that they are provided, and you have a, a, I guess, a legal right to be able to access period products.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's awesome. I'd love to see that here as but well. Exactly,
1: which is fantastic. We've got a small step in doing a trial providing period products in schools. Yeah. What we'd really love to see is that that continue as well as that broaden over
0: yeah. time. So that end. would be essentially the long-term goal for doing the that. That's We're right. To see yes. that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. And. Um, do you have any examples of some stories that you've heard happen as a result of Dignity's um, existence?
1: We get stories all the time of we, we do to the impact reporting, and mm. what we found is that the the number of percentage of young girls who are actually able to go to school now because they've got their period in the last quarter, the schools we we um, sent products to, they had it 90% of those girls were able to come to school when they had mm. their period, and that's huge. Like, if you think yeah. of anyone's school, there could be 30 plus girls, not able to attend school because of their period if 90 percent of them can actually be in school mm. and being educated not only that that flows onto your sense of, of self of self-esteem of course it means you're able to participate in sport you're able yep. to fully engage and we have um a lot of the community organizations for example um we've just talking to dress for success in new plymouth and they have women that, that are coming in needing clothes whether it's for um an appointment to look at accommodation, or whether it's an a doctor's appointment, or they might have a court appearance, but then they need clothes and they're presenting without um, having had access to soap, shampoo, let alone period products. So being mm. able to provide those products to this woman is huge for um, them to go out and feel confident and actually achieve. And in fact, the last time I spoke to Dress for Success, one of the women they had provided um, these sanitary items to had actually gone on to, to get the accommodation. So they mm. actually had a direct, there's a direct tangible Outcome and tangible benefit for this woman, not only for their self-esteem and their confidence, but also in actually achieving what they want to. Because I guess yeah. our mandate is that no one should miss out on opportunities simply because they have their period. Yeah. So if we can provide the the period products, I mean, they're not missing out on those opportunities. Then, mm. Mm. And, and that's why it's so fantastic because it is tangible. Yeah. And not not to mention in the workplace, you know, we all know that like seventy five percent of women are unable to get caught short with their period each year, and most of the time that's at work. Mm. and that's regardless of whether you can afford period products, you're going you're gonna to get caught short. Yeah. So just being able to know, you don't have to go to the bathroom, you've got your period, okay, go back out to your desk, rummage around in your handbag, everyone's looking, go back to the bathroom, and that's if, that's if you've got products on you. If you don't have period products on you, you then have to go down, and you may or may not be able to go just, duck down to the dairy or the supermarket or somewhere to get some products. Yeah. So there's so much, there's so much, um, <laughs> not even just stigma, just the practicality Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It. these it's,
0: things to think about. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like one thing just leads on to so many other things. Mm. And like I said, I completely agree with you that no one should have to miss out on any sort of opportunity just because they have to go through something that's natural for them in their, in their bodies. And like you said, it contributes to that element of fairness as well because mm. – it isn't fair if women have to miss out on certain opportunities because we have to deal with, you know, what we have to go through as a woman and that kind of thing. That's right, Mm. yeah. Yeah, so how do you... um, Actually, I wanted to talk a bit more about who you partner with and what their sort of role is with Dignity and how, I guess, that works between Dignity itself and then the partners.
1: So we have a... um an arrangement with OI, Organic mm-hmm. Initiative. So a New Zealand company providing organic products. Um, and they're another fantastic New Zealand success story. And yeah. so we partner with them and provide the Organic Initiative um, pads, tampons and menstrual cups. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's both to our workplaces and all the donations that we give. So all the products that we um, give are all organic. We also work with our peer Proof underwear. Again, another fantastic New yeah. Zealand company. So for us, it's really important that we are true to our values. We are a B Corp. So it's, it's really important that we that we are authentic and that we do champion um, sustainability and, and the environment and, and New Zealand wherever we can. Um, we, As well as the partnerships we have with a number of corporates who provide the products to their staff, so mm-hmm. for example ANZ, Xero, um, a number of other organisations, a workshop that all provide pure products for their staff, as well as the community organisations that, that we give to. So we have about 160 groups now that we provide products wow. to. Um, and it's grown uh, from schools now, as I said, a lot more community organisations. Um, for example, the Wellington City Mission, we're just doing a whole lot of libraries across the country because that's mm-hmm. where a lot of people go who are displaced, go to the libraries. Um, working with all the teen parent units around the country. So just yeah, a whole range now of organisations that, yeah. that are looking for period products and have recognised a need in the community for products. Um, we're also just about to do... Um, a partnership with sanipod and they provide the um sanitary waste units and bathrooms mm. and they have been working in the industry a long long time and they also really want to, to give back and champion period equity so we're going to be partnering with them just do a promotion just to, to raise awareness around the for issue because sure. that that's for us that's advocacy is the huge role it's yeah. just talk to telling the stories just talking about it because the more we all talk about it the more it normalizes it yeah and the less stigma that there is exactly right mm. and then how do
0: you identify Those people without access,
1: they come to us. I mean, traditionally they they, they've come to us, right? Yeah. Um, And I think because dignity has been called on quite a lot recently in the media, which is fantastic. So it's a story about, and then people come to us. Um, And I mean, and so really for us, because interestingly enough, with the schools, it's for example, it's not a decile issue. It's across all deciles. So there really is period poverty in all sectors of our of our community. So um, we yeah we we really haven't had to go out and find anyone because essentially they've they've come to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And are there many other initiatives like Dignity happening in New Zealand? Because I feel like I haven't seen many out there.
1: There's lots of people um, actively working to champion period equity. Um, the period place is one and they've done, they've just partnered up um, with the warehouse got some initiatives. There's yeah. a lot of um, education, there's consulting, there's some fabulous education and work in schools, our um, collective who do the menstrual mm. cup. So there's there's NISA, there's lots of, there's lots of different um, organisations all okay. actively working to, to help and support um, our girls and the yeah. community. Oh, yeah.
0: that's great. And so how, Can we as the listeners get involved with Dignity and support you in in your mission?
1: The key thing was, so we've got two core impact initiatives. Mm -hmm. One is the buy one, give one model for corporates. So any organisation, any corporate that wants to talk to us about providing period products for their staff is a fantastic initiative because that also then um, normalises periods in the workplace. And we find that so many organisations are a little bit unsure like, and we find that the men in particular are incredibly supportive When they we just did a workshop and they're a bit concerned quite a male dominated you know workshop environment but there's so much positive feedback from the men saying this is a fantastic initiative we're so proud this is this is what we're doing mm. so having having period products available so everyone knows they're there everyone can Becomes a water cooler conversation, so no one people aren't so shy to talk about it. So okay. just normalizing it in the workplace, which of course then allows us to then create impact in the community because of the buy one give one model. Over and above that, um, during COVID nineteen, during lockdown, we realised we needed to have an opportunity for individuals and businesses to gift products online. So we now have a give one 2, three initiative where you can go online and you can um, gift um, period products or just just make a donation. And in fact. Um, because of as a result of the Scotland bill just being passed in the last um, would be much 24 hours really, we've had um, nearly $4,000 donated from people, which wow. is fantastic because what it means is we can really go out and give, we've got a huge demand from people needing products yeah. um, and this is going to allow us to be able to fulfil that demand before Christmas yeah. and and give products to those community groups that are most in need over the Christmas. And I think also just it's about talking sharing stories yeah. I mean just, just actively supporting dignity but just having the conversations with, with your family with your friends yeah. not not being afraid to just talk about your periods
0: yeah because mm-hmm. I was going to say that next in terms of like how generally can we support period equity um, especially within our own communities and I suppose having conversations is a big part of that that is
1: that's right not being afraid yeah. I mean st- there still is the attitude it's something that we shouldn't talk about yeah. it's like, but it's, it's so normalist and the, more we, and the more we as women are comfortable talking about it then the more men other people are going to comfortable talking about it so I think I just think it's just share the story talk about it celebrate it embrace it we've been profiling each month we profile a different woman in leadership and we ask them five cool. questions about the period. And we've got, and it's amazing the range of stories and, yeah. and what, what we get back. And it's just having people not being afraid to just talk and share. Because yeah. so I think that that is the problem too is so, so often what we hear about periods is the negative. It's, mm. uh, whereas there's, there's so much to, to celebrate as well. It's, it's something that we should embrace and it is normal. And whatever, whatever your period experience is for you is normal and just understanding that good and bad it's still normal it's mm. still part of, of menstruating yeah so it's it's sharing your story and um creating dignity for
0: everybody yeah. that's the right. great i love that thank you so much for coming on i really <laughs> appreciate your time thank you my pleasure all right guys thank you so much for listening i really hope you were able to take something valuable away um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the one up project and i'll catch you on the next one